0: welcome <laughs> you're cute <Right. laughs> do we need to start over no hey everyone yes dear hey
1: yes dear yes yes Dan stan yes. is a little
0: slow he's old so, so m- 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 that's what i can say that's that's
1: the bark of the obedient husband yes yes <laughs> yes,
0: yes yes no or it's yes, a, dear. yes, yes dear. dear yes dear yes yeah. dear yes okay,
1: okay. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the spirit of prophecy church we are live and I think we're on the internet, and I think probably some people are watching, and probably people are going to be watching, so we should straighten up and fly right. Okay, so our I topic I can't today... can't hear you, can't hear you. Oh, man, <laughs> you have to turn it on.
0: We've been man. gone for two weeks, we are on vacation, so, you know, he's still on vacation, I, I think. You?
1: I know. <laughs> people have been coming up and hugging me and saying, welcome back, well, I'm glad <laughs> you at least missed me.
0: <laughs> All right, now... Okay, yes, 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 yes.
1: 33, go. Welcome to the Spirit of of Prophecy Church, right here in Plano, Kansas? Honey,
2: pray for me quickly. Okay, so our
1: topic today is the Tyrant Kings. (laughs) Our speaker is Prophet Leslie Johnson. And if you want to live, you'll, no, I mean, you'll really enjoy it. To really enjoy our talk.
0: I'm not letting you <laughs> pray for me again.
1: <laughs> Lord, Thank you. give her your anointing Thank in you, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. I don't know why he always comes up here and starts laughing when I'm standing up here. I'm like, this is not a. F- you see the sword up here? <laughs> this is not a funny topic. So, walk lightly. Is that to keep people here? Or run away? <laughs> okay. All right. Praise the Lord. So I've talked on this before, but I have some little bit more information to give you. Um, and it's been a while. I wanted some, So we have some new people that are watching online and also those that are... Actually, it was before even we went on the internet. So, I mean, on live stream. So really, it's important to, to hear this information. Because there are some principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in the spiritual realm that are still affecting us today. And I'll be talking about some of those today. <clears throat> but, however, I want all of us to always remember that we do serve a victorious king. So that means that since he's victorious, we are victorious too. And I don't want you to forget that. But let's let's just pray with me. So this is, this is preparing your day to be in a spiritual battle since we're going to be in a spiritual battle today. And I'm also going to be talking about this uh, topic next Sunday. Both services by the way uh, so pray with me on this okay Lord Jesus you can read it along with me Lord Jesus you are my Savior and I know you desire absolute obedience I have not kept my heart perfect towards you there were times I sought my own path relied on my own strength and I did not listen I repent I lay down my own independence and I submit myself without reservation to your lordship From this point forward, I would depend on all your sufficient grace. In Jesus' name, amen. And we are marching on, right? Amen. Because we are victorious, and we do have to remember that. You know, sometimes we have to go through that mountain. Sometimes we get to go around the mountain. Sometimes we get to climb the mountain. (laughs) Sometimes we go through the valleys and everything else. But... Sometimes we just have to march right on through that mountain. So I want you to kind of remember that as we are speaking on this, this topic, the Tyrant Kings. You know, not always everything is just, you know, dear Lord, take that away and it's gone away. Sometimes we just got to say, no, you just got to go through it, right? You just got to go through it. You'll learn on the other side why you went through it. How many have gone through things and you're like, okay, yeah, I did. I, le- I did not like it while I was going through it. But, wow, did I learn a lot, right? And that's what he does sometimes. But, however, there are some tyrant kings and principalities and rulers of darkness that still have rights over our finances. And that's the part, that's the area of these tyrant kings that are still the in the spirit realm that we're going to talk about today that are still affecting Christians today. And we want to have a victorious... Um, day in our life as a as a christian by overcoming some of these obstacles with these tyrant kings these principalities that have ruled over us for many many centuries you know some doors we've opened some doors are from the ancestors because you might say well i tithe you know every sunday i give in my offerings i do what i'm supposed to do and i'm still struggling financially and the reason could be is because of just some ancestor uh you know the principalities, or just some ancestors, uh, in, uh, you know, trespasses against the Lord, or uh, you know, just them not doing things correctly. So, those things affect the, affect the generations. Now, these are some of the people that are tyrant kings. I call them. There's one that had uh, he's the first one, Maximilian. He was mostly he mostly was uh, known by the guillotine. He killed people like seventeen thousand. Uh, Stalin. He he brought in the. Worst famine in history. Hitler killed like 40 million. Um, Pot, Pot, is that how you say that? Or you say plot? Pol Pot. Pot? Uh, he killed an estimated like 1.5 million of his own people. And, you know, in Cambodia. And, um, you know, it still affects them today. Still, you know. And so we have to, we have to understand that these, what they brought in is still affecting us. Now, the qualities of this Tyrant Kings, these ones that are not good, is that usually, well, most most always, they have to be. They have to be very charismatic, charming. They're very calculated. Uh, They're very cruel. Uh, They tend to be very narcissistic or antisocial. Uh, They lack empathy. They thirst for power and control. They lie. They have deceit. And they're against the laws of morality, especially against God's laws. Uh, they're an oppressor. They're bullies. Uh, they're dictator. Uh, they're tormentor. They're persecutor. They do everything as to fear. Like, you know, you have to obey me because if you don't, then this is going to happen. So people, they, they, they turn to letting the fear rule their life. They're an oppressor and also so on. Now. The keys to fight the tyrant kings, to successfully fight them over the finances, is first when you realize it's happening, don't reopen the door. And then you fight in the proper order. What's that proper order? Well, let's find out. So Psalms 2, 1 through 4 says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying. So they're already out there in the spirit realm. They're already out there, they didn't just go away when they died, unfortunately. I would have liked to, you know, think that they did. Um, But they're against us, and so they're always going to be attacking us. Um, This is true, and that's where I'm about to make the statement. They're really against Jesus because he's the victorious king, which affects us because then we follow the tyrant king instead of following the victorious king. And his rules, right? We follow the rules of the entire king. So, Psalms 2, 3 says, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their courts from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The courts shall have them in derision. In other words, he'll, have, he'll set them into mockery or contempt. He's going he's gonna to put them in contempt in his court. Uh, Psalms 2, 5 through 7 says, Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them his sore pleasure. In other words, anger them. Uh, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion, praise the Lord. I will declare the decree, the Lord has said unto me that art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And so we have to go, again, we have to remember the victorious king. And then he says, ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possessions. We need to know what we can claim. We need to know what's in the word. And so if you, if you ever say, if you're like struggling in poverty or something like that or just um, the financial situation is very, very difficult, you have to understand you can speak back these things. You have to say, you know, in Psalms 2, 8, 9 says that he's going to give me the nations for my inheritance. And that's really what we're doing even on the missions. He's given the nations for our inheritance and the ends of the earth for our possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. And then what's he said? He says you will dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. We need to remember, what you've, you've been taught here at this church many, many times, you know, slice it and dice it and kill it, right? Well, that's so important. You know, that's part of spiritual warfare. He said the prophetic acts are part of the spiritual warfare. And if you are not strong enough to do it, you get someone else to say, will you you help me here? Um, And then Psalms 210 through 12 says, Be wise now, therefore, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth, serve the Lord with fear. That's who we're supposed to have the fear of, not these tyrant kings. We're supposed to have fear of the righteous Lord. Now, I don't mean fear and trembling, but you do. (laughs) I mean, like, you know, reverence him. Reverence what his anointing is. Reverence who he is. And he's the king of kings, lord of lords, or will be king of kings. But he, we have to remember he's going to be the victorious king. And we have to follow in his footsteps. And find out what the word of God says so that we will do that. <coughs> uh, kiss the son, lest he be angry, and, be, and, be, and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled, but a little. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. Let me take a drink real quick. I have a tickle on my throat. Sorry. <clears> throat> now, in um, the military, now <laughs> I never served in the military, so I just pulled up, you know, rank of order in the army, and um, the first one's the general. Okay, usually over seventy thousand soldiers or more. Just depends on what level they are. So you have to find out, you know, am I general? New god's army because it's going to like trickle down to us in the spiritual and also who how, who are we are serving you know he's the general right so we want to know who we're going to be at what level we're going to be on the colonel uh he is uh to 600 to 4000 soldiers right and i don't know who these people are so if they're not good people don't don't get mad at me <laughs> Just pulled off pictures off the internet. Uh, lieutenant, uh, he's usually, they're usually over 300 to 1,000 soldiers. And then a Captain, he's usually over 62 to 190 soldiers. And the Sergeants, he's usually over 9 to 10 soldiers. And then the Private, he's serving, right? Which is where most of us are. As Christians, we're serving. We're on the bottom end. Yeah, if you're lucky, you're there. So we need to say, wow, I'm on the lower end. I maybe need to up my game a little bit. And then the chain of command in God's God's army is the Lord, of course. And then the apostles and the prophets and the pastors and the evangelists and the teachers. You know, where do you fall in that line there? What are you striving to work towards? What is you are you striving for your calling to be involved in there? And then I thought this was kind of interesting because to me, principalities is a very important word. Maybe it's not to others, and that's okay. Great. Maybe it's just not. Um, but... <laughs> and it's even pink for me. It's a sword, of course, you don't can't understand. <laughs> I, I uh, tried to call Tony this morning. I said, "Can you make me a sword?" <laughs> because the one that's at the church is real, <laughs> and I don't know that Stan will want me to play with that. <laughs> because you know, part of warfare is you know, using the sword, the sword of the spirit, but yes, you know, in the natural, you know, we usually give out these play swords. I even asked, uh, Melissa, do you have a play sword in the children's church? She said, well, if we did, it's been broken. <laughs> I said, yeah, probably so. But anyway, so let me get back to this. So principality, um, they're ruled by a prince or princes, and like over a big area, like, you know, even a nation. So we have to understand that, and I'm talking about in the, in the spiritual realm now, that there's principalities over regions, cities, states, our states, different ones. I mean, how, you know how you can drive into a, the, a, a city or a state and feel the oppression? Because you don't live there, you feel it. I mean, when you live in it, you're kind of just used to it, you know? Like we've talked about Topeka. I mean, okay, Topeka, you drive into Topeka, Kansas, and, man, if you haven't been there or lived there for a long time ago, I mean, it's like you you drive on the... As soon as you cross into Kansas, you're like, Whoa, what just hit me? You can tell. It's like such an oppression. It's such a depression. It's such a lethargic spirit. I mean, it's like, what happened? And here uh in Topeka Kansas is where in 1901 right um that the Holy Spirit f- fell and you know the people then it started going to around Azusa Street and on and on to the rest of the world so right in Topeka Kansas is where it started now guess what then a principality came in and said oh no we're not going to do that uh we're going to we're going to set up what we really want to be here. And so they set up with the mascot for the college there, eight blocks away, eight blocks away is is um, called Ichabod, where the Spirit of the Lord departed. The Spirit of the Lord came in there, and then the people didn't receive it. They kicked it out. And so then we're not going to have that, the God Spirit here. We're going to have... The the Ichabod spirit here, where God says the spirit of the Lord has departed. When we lived there, I I went to town. I tried to get it changed. I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to have his name here. Why hasn't anybody said anything? Yeah, it was, it was amazing to me. So that spirit is around there. You can drive in. Test me. Go drive there. See <laughs> I mean, the people are wonderful, they're nice, it's it's okay, but you just you drive down the road and you can tell there's such a lethargy spirit there. So anyway, so we have to understand there's principalities. But this was interesting to me because I pulled up two other versions and the word principality is not in there. Now, I, I like that they left rulers and authorities and powers and, you know, spiritual wickedness or spiritual forces, you know, left, I, I'm glad they left that in there, but... But what happened to principality? It's gone. They changed it, so that we have to understand that um, we like the King James Bible the best because it's you know it puts everything in there. It doesn't leave it out. And then we have NIV come along and try to make it more quote unquote readable for people, and all it's done is just removed. The blood of jesus in certain places deceptive. you know yeah it's very deceptive so we have to understand that we're wrestling not against flesh and blood against you know your husband or your friend or your neighbor or your co-worker but many times it's against the principalities over a region or even a a giant company you know they they like to rule over those too um, and that's what you're fighting against many many times and against powers and so on now principalities means it's the first person the head the king the magistracy the leader um it's a leader a a leader over an area so we have to understand here in the dallas fort worth area we have a principality does anybody pick up any kind of what maybe could be over our area you know you live here you're in it all the time so maybe you don't sense it Anybody have an idea? And we also have so many people coming in from other places. Yeah. Well, metroplex? just the uh, Metroplex. Yeah. What? Human trafficking and drugs. And drugs. You know, do you, what do you feel when you drive? I mean, can you feel it when you just enter into this area? There's, there's more liberty, but it's also more liberty in the wrong way. So, pardon? Perversion. Perversion. Uh, So we have to understand that we're living in that, and we can just become numb to it because it's all around us all the time. Uh, Now, powers is liberty with permission over physical and mental power. The power of him whose will and commands must be submitted by others and obeyed. It's a right. It's a privilege. In other words, the different areas have been given liberty to have the power over that area um or over that region um and god's people have just let it go you know so yeah take it you can have it (laughs) so uh we we talked about um how if you go to um uh what's the muslim's place called the mosque the mosque like don't think that you can just walk in and start tearing down strongholds and Slicing and dicing and removing something in the spiritual realm. It ain't going to (laughs) happen. Unfortunately, we've just given them the rights there. We've given them the power there. I mean, you know, because before you would walk in, you have to take your shoes off. You already submit to their, their king or their principality when you do that. And so I used to think, oh, I could just march in there, and I can just do this, and I can throw that pebble, that rock, and it's going to come tumbling down tomorrow. No. God didn't give me authority over to do that. I wish he would. But unfortunately, that principality and that power has the rights to be there. I don't like it. I had one lady one time tell me that um, her house was, um, I think she lived in the Fort Worth area, and she had... um, there was drugs all around her and uh, shootings all around her. And like, you know, she lived in like such poverty and she just couldn't get out of poverty. And she, um, there, you know, just trouble all the time. Just trouble, trouble, trouble all the time. And she said, so I need you to pray that they will leave. They'll just go away. And I said, no, you leave. You leave. You sell your house. and you leave. Well, I don't want to. I said, well, you know what? That region, that area, that block, whatever, has they, the powers that be are there. They have the rights to be there. And one person, you know, you're just not going to be able to tear down that stronghold. So just move. Well, she didn't come back to church. Because, you know, too many times we want to just, now, now hear me right on this. Don't hear me wrong on this. Too many times we we'll just say, be thou removed in Jesus' name. And then think we can just, you know. Yeah, oh, they left. Are the way, right? yeah, all they left are I mean, they're scared of me. I have a sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now, at your own home, I mean, you can have authority, yes. But if, if there's so much trouble going all around you, then pfft, why stay there? Why? It doesn't make sense to me. Um Anyway, <laughs> that's why the California <laughs> Californians are moving to Texas. You know, all right. Rulers, um, of course, the devil, but he's involved in all of it. But uh, in his demons, those that just kind of pick at you all the time, you know, like, like just, ugh, just leave me alone. Like my car does to me sometimes. Like, just give me that. You know, it's a wonderful car. Just, it's. I shouldn't complain all of but It's like. Shronda knows. I mean, you know, I'll be driving down the road and it's like the cruise control just decides to stop working. Mm, It's just poking at me. Or it doesn't want to turn off. (sighs) So, yeah, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) They're looking. I've had Chris looking for six months. (laughs) Uh, Spiritual wickedness. Yes, those are the evil purposes and desires. Now, did I... Okay, sure did. Um, in Romans thirteen one 1 through uh, 2, 1 and 2, let every soul be subject to the higher powers, for where there is no power but of God, the powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnations. And then 1 Peter two eighteen says, Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. or In other words, also to the difficulty. Like, you know, a lady I told you about, she came and asked my opinion and asked me to pray for her. It wasn't that I wasn't going to pray for her. But, you know, I did give her wise counsel. I did give her godly counsel, and she didn't receive it. And so even with difficulty, you know, the leaders owe you. They're here to watch over you. That doesn't mean they're 100% right. And you need to pray that, that, that we hear from God correctly to be able to help you. It doesn't mean you just get all mad and you just leave. You just say, Lord, if they're wrong, then show them. And if I'm wrong, show me. Amen. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, how can you say you love me when you cannot submit to the one I have appointed over you? Have you submitted to authority appointed over you? That's a question. Uh, we rely and trust on our leaders to train and equip the saints. Amen? We do. We should. Now, in Hebrews 6, 1 and 2, says, Therefore, leaving the principalities of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection, not laying against the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. In other words, there's a foundation that you need to to submit to. And of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on hands, and of the resurrection of of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Are they speaking of these things? So, at different places that you may go to learn, they may learn to grow on just milk. But the scripture says in Hebrews 5.13, it says, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful, in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. And people like to stay in that milk-fed environment. It's comfortable. Now, I'm going to say something. I should maybe say it again later, and I probably will when we start it for the main service. But, you know, these... "Quote unquote revivals that are taking place." I had a revelation today because I've been praying about it, and it's they're going in from at least from the reports I'm I'm hearing, is that they're going in and they're just it's all feel me good. It's all just praise and worship and makes me feel so wonderful. Let me tell you what true revival is. You'll know when the true revival, the great revival, hits. Because you're going to be on your face, and you're going to be repenting for all of your wicked ways. That's what true revival is. So don't tell me that there's just revivals breaking out all over. They're just going in and go, oh, this is so good. I just love this music. And they're, you know, unfortunately singing Shekinah, and they're singing to the Kundalini, and, you know, all those things. So we have to be careful about that. Now, 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 I love praise and worship. You know I do. And we have to have praise and worship. That's part of what we're supposed to do. And we're supposed to praise and worship God. I understand that. But to just be in that environment all the time and just trying to get your flesh filled so wonderful, it's not what revival really is. Moving along. Uh, Righteousness. But seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that's another level. So after you get out of milk you gotta go to, you know, what is the righteousness of God? What is his word saying? And then the fruit, are we walking in the fruit? You know, when I do the training equipping, and we always start off with um sheriff the fruit of the spirit about love. They have to write a paper on that and how they showed the fruit of the spirit of love and they're like, Ugh oh, This is this first of all you say, Oh, that'll be easy. Then you start going, you know, looking at your library going Ooh, I don't know that I have it. <laughs> Wasn't it hard? Yeah, they're going. That was like the hardest one. <laughs> now he can just tell me to do joy. I can just dance and sing, and I can, I can, you know, I can release joy in a ra- in my around me. But love, really, <laughs> it's a little tough. But the fruit of the spirit is number one is love. Yeah, love. So, are you walking in that? So, before you walk in the spirit of God's gifts of the spirit, you got to walk in His fruits. So, don't tell me we just skip right on over the fruits and get into the gifts. You know, there's a problem there usually. Still, we're talking about basic training. Another thing that another level we got to go to is the new man, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of Him that created him. So we are, we had to become a new person. You know, baptism of the Holy Spirit made me a new person. I became a much bolder, you know. I became... Um, it's like I read the Word of God and I could start understanding it. I mean, the baptism of the Holy Spirit was so important, but I became a new man, a new person. Now, I was so wonderful as this new man i did get off the track a little bit like i think most of us do you know i know everything now <laughs> and then god starts peeling that away he's so gentle sometimes he's just like one layer of time Peels it no nope. Nope. <laughs> no yeah i know right and so after i got baptized in the holy spirit i would go in the the bathtub, because that was the only place I could get away from the kids and from Stan and everything. Had my thirty minutes of just me and the, the Lord, and and I would just cry the whole time because <laughs> He was cleansing me. Now you know He was so gentle to me. How could He be so gentle? Does He? I mean, yeah, He's you know He's got a rod around too, but you know for praise God, He was kind of sweet and nice to me. <laughs> but, but it's still like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Yeah, I did that too. You know, he started saying, You don't know nothing. <laughs> you aren't anything, my daughter. You're nothing. So we had become that new man. Clothed, put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, there's the love thing again. Put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. So if we could just get to that love, I mean the true love of God, not just the feel me good and not just passing by and say, Hey, how are you today? You know, I mean, really the love of God coming out. Then we can, we can go on. Um, the next thing is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. We have to understand that we can pray and ask for God's wisdom every day, and we should. Because I don't know about you, but Leslie makes a lot of mistakes every day. And I'm so glad I pray for his wisdom every day because I would probably make a a whole lot more mistakes. So ask for the wisdom of God and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And then, then, after you've done all these things, after you get on this basic training regimen, then you can hear God's voice. So don't just become baptized in the Holy Spirit and say, Oh, now I hear God's voice. I know everything. Because you don't. But that's what happens to us. We get prideful, we get haughty, and we don't humble ourselves. So we are all to know his voice, all to hear his voice, and all to follow him. But we can't follow him if we're just being foolish and into self-righteousness. Now, we understand that we, we fight, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities. <laughs> I got a sword, Melissa. All the kids are going to want my sword. They can't have it. I'll cut their head off. Yep. It's even pink. Tony knows me. Yes. Right? It's a, pretty, it's a pretty sword. But I can slice and I can dice and I can win. You know, I can cut off the head of that principality and against that power and the rulers of darkness. I can cut it off. And you can have authority too. We have to understand we do have authority. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion. Walk up about. We've heard this scripture. Seeking whom he may devour. Well, I serve the Lord. Why, I'm an apostle. Well, he's coming after you more than anybody. Well, I'm a prophet. Well, he's coming after you more than anybody. Well, I'm a teacher of the word of God. Well, he's coming after you more than anybody. Well, I'm an evangelist. I go from place to place, and I get all excited, and I preach the word of God. I call people. They come run up here to repent. He's coming after you. Well, I'm a pastor. Well, that's great, but he's after you too, and he's after you in a way that you're going to, what happens is with with that anointing, don't, don't I'm, I'm not against pastors. I love pastors, but with that anointing comes in they they compromise a lot more, and that's what that's where the enemy comes in to steal, kill, and destroy the most with pastors is they compromise. But we need to we need the pastors. Uh, pastors, you know, show the love, and pastors are not just the one that stands at the pulpit. By the way. Um, there's someone in the church you just called to, to go to pray for someone at the, at the hospital. Something like that. So anyway, the enemy, he's coming out, he's coming out to, to see who he can devour. Um, to see where your weaknesses is. That's what he's going to do. In John 10, 10, it says, The thief come not to but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. Yep. Say that with me. The thief... Cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. He's coming after you. And especially those of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And especially those of you that are serving in the Lord's kingdom. He's going to come out, come at you really strong. And don't think that you can just stand up and just join some, some place that they call it's a revival. And praise Jesus and worship him, and sing these songs, some even to Shekinah, etc., and just feel good all over, and feel, oh, I have so much love. They don't have the true love of God, I'm sorry to say. And now, it's so important to praise and worship the Lord. You understand, I'm, sa- I'm not saying it's not. But, again, revival means repentance, and you're going to be on your face crying out to God. That's what that, that means. Now, Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So now read that with me. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Because we don't want to we don't follow what the enemy does. We want to say, no, we have life. We have liberty. We serve a righteous king. In John 8, 44, we have to remember this. That the devil's a liar. He's a liar. I mean, for those of you, especially in deliverance, I mean, you're going to know he's a big liar. He's a liar all the way around. And he'll even lie to the most anointed person you can ever think of. Yeah. And he will lie because he is hes going to try to tell you things that are not true. And you're going to believe that it's, it's God. No. You have to understand he's a liar. So we have, to, we have to realize when it's the devil talking or flesh talking or is it the Lord. Ye are of your father the devil and the less of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. We don't want to follow him. Now, let me get into David and Goliath. Now, you know the story. I've said it many times. I've talked on it many times. But we have to understand there's some um, real lessons to learn in this place in, with the David and Goliath. It wasn't just he had a slingshot and killed the giant dead. A lot more into it. But um, in, in 1 Samuel 17, 8 and 9, it says, And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and you servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you and let him once if let him come down to me. Choose anybody you want. Have him come and fight me. You know, who's the Goliath in your life? Choose any man. Are you that man? If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants? Okay. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then ye shall be servants and serve us. See, this is what's happening. The principalities, we're not killing them. The rulers of darkness, we're not killing them. We're not. The powers of be, we're not killing them. We're not taking authority over it. We aren't doing our, our part. So we are now serving them. 1 Samuel 17, 38 and 39 says, And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put on a helmet of brass upon his head. We heard this. And also I armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go. For he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off. In other words, it's like it's weighing me down. I can't even walk. And I'm not going to read the rest of these, but. In verse 1746 says, This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee. So he's going to take this sword, which is a slingshot. I'm going to take it, and I will smite thee, take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of of the Philistine this day, and to the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, and all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Now notice that he says, I'm going to take thine head. The head. We have to take. Why did they take John the Baptist's head? They wanted to take that. They wanted to remove his power. Pardon? Yeah, the head is the ruler, so you wanted to sever it. And then uh, David hasted and he ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Are you running away from the army? Or are you running toward it? Yeah, I'm learning up. Can you turn the pen? Um, anyway, he took out a stone and he he killed that Philistine dead. And so I like that. I like that. He, you know that this is such a good story because we can learn from it. But the part that we sometimes forget is that he ran towards it. Um, so he prevailed over the Philistine. He cut off his head, and guess what? When they everybody else saw that the champion was dead. They fled. So when you kill the top, then the de- the, the devils down below are going are gonna to flee. Uh, and we talked about Saul was tested with his armor. He uh, said, I can't walk in this, but I'm used to going with the Lord. You can turn it on too. Um, now, Jesus was tested, wasn't he? Uh, the Word of God worshipped do not tempt God, here, let's start this, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil, Mm. he was tested, and he's our example, and he knew he had to be tested, like I said, sometimes you just have to go through that mountain, right? God does not test us to see what is in our hearts, cause he already knows. <laughs> he tests us so that we will see what's in our hearts. Ooh. So you can't say, well, he'll, t-, you know, he's testing me so he can see what's in my heart. Well, he's gonna find wickedness, I'll tell you that much. But he tests us so that we can see. And then the actions, what kind of, what kind of actions are we gonna take? When we see what's hidden in our hearts. And if you think you're the most humble person on the face of the earth, might as well start there and let God do some slicing and dicing on your heart. Foundation must be firm in the Lord to be victorious in the battle. The foundation, our foundation. If Jesus could take total dominion over the demonic kings, so can we. You know he was the, he was the example where to follow him, right? He's the victorious king, and we want to follow the victorious king. And Jesus gives us the authority and the power to behead the demonic. Now, don't start. You know, when you first start going to do spiritual warfare, you don't want to start at killing that principality. <laughs> you'll just you'll be mm, it will not be a good day for you. Let me just say that. I thought, I mean, early on, like I said, you know, after get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you think, I'm so victorious. I can do anything. I'm so powerful. I can do anything. And, and definitely, you can't have your way here. Oh, my goodness, I got beat up. So much so that I said, I quit. <laughs> I'm not praying anymore, God. I'm done. Well, that lasted three months. And then I decided, Satan, I'm back. And I'm not ever going to stop. Amen. Matter of fact, even when I get to heaven, I'm going to be praising and worshiping God and be dancing in his throne. So I'm never going to stop. Never. So what are you going to throw at me? But I had to learn you don't just, you got to, you got to build up. It's kind of like you got to be the private and then you got to be the captain and then you got to be the, what's the next one? Lieutenant. Lieutenant and the colonel and then the general. Right, because you can't say "Come with me, people," and you're just you just getting into spiritual warfare. Well, you just cause them to be attacked too, right? The mighty <laughs> uh, kings or principalities would immediately submit and bow their knees to Jesus. So He showed us what to do when we are in the right place with our Lord. Uh, Satan was offering Jesus all His kingdoms. Everything. See, Jesus, everything you can see, I'll give it to you. Isn't that what he does? Huh? Yeah. He so, say, I'll just, but he's the prince of the air. So, yeah, I'll give it to you. All of it. In Matthew 4, 8, it says, again, the devil taketh them up to an exceeding high mountain. Very top. He showed, that's why I like to go to the highest place. We've been to the highest place on earth. We've been to the Burj Khalifa, and we tore down Strongholds. Now, we didn't do that years ago when we were babes. You know, as far as we can see, God, we, we call this land back to you, right? But he said, took him to the high mountain, showed him off all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and saved them to them. All these things will I give thee, if that will fall down and worship me. We have some, you know, leaders, leaders in our government, um, actors, actresses, uh, leaders in our church, you know, in the ministry, that they turn their life over to Satan. Because if you just turn your life over to me, I'll just give you all the money you want. You won't be in poverty. You won't be struggling anymore. And that sounds too good to some people don't think he won't come to tempt you, because he will. Especially if you're doing anything for God. And then Jesus said, I don't need your kingdoms, I just need what? To worship God and serve him only. So Jesus stripped the demonic kings of all their power. Then Jesus said to him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. That should be who we are. Thou is, I'm going to serve, thou God only, the one, the victorious king only. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him, because his flesh was weak. He fasted for 40 days. Now, if you have not ever accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is the day to do it. I mean, this victorious king that I worship, he's our God. He's our Savior, and he loved the world. He God gave his only begotten son for you, you alone. Now, we've all sinned. We can't think we're so righteous, and it's by grace you're saved. You can't work your way into heaven. You know, some of these other different religions that you work your way into. Um, so I, you know, won't come back as a bug like karma and so forth or reincarnation. I'll work. I mean, I'm going to love, just love people. You know, those are those are lies, lies of the enemy. And then if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with a heart man believeth into righteousness, and with a mouth confession is made into salvation. So once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to tell somebody. And then if you haven't um, been baptized in the water, you need to find a place that does that, and I mean fully ducked, not just sprinkled on the head, because it's a act of show. It's kind of like a prophetic act, it shows the remission of your sins. Also, if you'd like to become a ministry member with the Spirit of Prophecy Church, there's you can go on the website and click there and fill out the form. You can also donate uh, to the Spirit of Prophecy Church by clicking on the little button below. And then I encourage you to click on like and subscribe, and then you can share it, to, share it with others. I'll continue this teaching on the next, uh, next Sunday, both services, um, and we're going to have some prophetic acts, and so we're going to kill some of those demonic kings that are still ruling and reigning over us. In yeah. Jesus' name. So welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We're so glad to be back, Stan and I. We just celebrated our 40th anniversary. And I had someone say, and he's still alive? (laughs) He made it. He lived through it. (laughs) Better for it. (laughs) I want to give you a few announcements um, that we're going to be doing for the month of March. First of all, uh, St. Patrick's Day, if you want to celebrate that for fun. That's Friday, March the seventeenth, and our our services really do start at nine thirty, not ten thirty. So please be here at nine thirty, and then um, I'm going to be speaking on next Sunday. I'll be speaking on tyrant kings the next two Sundays. Not yet. Oh, you mean? oh, I see. you can hand them to your mom. I hand you these. Here you go. All right. My helpers up here. It's okay, you can hang on to that. I love my helpers. Thank you very much. Also, I'm going to have uh, Barb talk about intercessory prayer with her. And also, let me give you an announcement for April, because it will be coming up the first part of April. So there's Passover dinner on Saturday, April the 8th. That will be here, but you'll need to sign up for that. So we have a sign-up sheet we need to hand around for that. It's. Uh, do you have it, Sharonda? Sharonda? Can someone go ask Rhonda where the sign-up sheets are? Also, Resurrection Sunday is (laughs) April the 9th. There's one service only for that day. And and let me have these. Can I have it? Also, there's spring ahead. You understand? Set your clocks forward on March the 11th. Well... That March twelfth is a Sunday, so you need to be here on time. Yeah. Yeah. March March the eleventh that your clock's ahead, so you'll be here on time. <laughs> here. Thank you, Paris. <laughs> here's here's another <laughs> I had too many handouts for them. There's also a handout about the Passover dinner on Saturday April can you give us can you give those to your mommy Paris can you give those to your mommy and some of you will get wrinkled ones thank you I also have another flyer about Passover Aww. I love you too baby. come on up here Barbara thank you ladies you can go be seated now. Okay? You want to go down there with Molly? Yeah, let's get and can you help me, Sunny? Can you come and get her?
3: Hello? Okay. I'm Barbara. Hey
4: everybody, guess what? We are doing. Howdy! Howdy! (laughs) Howdy. Green nakedness is a place to be. (laughs) Farm living is a life for me. Um, I know many of you like to grow your own uh, plants and garden, and and some of you don't, but want to. So, yes, we like and we share, right? And as the Acts uh, apostles and disciples did, we share in the church, right? So, someone had a brilliant idea prophet soon he (laughs) had a brilliant idea to have a seed exchange so for those that have seeds extra seeds bring them those that don't have seeds come and share like take some so next sunday after church we're going to do a seed exchange so we're going to bring whoever has extra seeds bring them and whoever needs some come you don't have to have seeds in your hand but you'll go away with some okay so you know it's just kind of sharing across our, our brothers and sisters for that um, to have garden container gardens doesn't matter you don't have to have a big backyard you can put something in a pot on your balcony. Can right? I bring
0: a pot so you can? We can do. Plant. Yeah. A we can tomato, help. Plant. Sure. There. Cool. Sure.
4: So if you don't have a green thumb, you know people can get some help and, and then we can share our produce with each other. Um, and you know in the summer months as it comes into fruition, it's very prophetic, isn't it? Planting seeds. Annie, you and have a lot fruit. of
0: seeds, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, so we're going to share. She
0: like, plants all over her balcony, don't you?
4: Yeah. Yeah, she's a farmer.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of
4: farmers. So, anyway, I did this because, remember, <laughs> next Sunday, bring seeds or come for them after church. We'll have some fun. Did you want me to do mm-hmm. this, too? Okay. Um, we are going to also start um, a sign-up for the prayer and fasting for the Pakistan um, mission. I should say Pakistan. Sorry. I should say it correctly. <laughs> And um, so there's a sign-up sheet to start that. And I'll send out um, emails or cell phone blasts. So um, put down what you want, how you want to be contacted. Put your name and cell number or name and email, and I'll contact you that way. And last, um, know that the intercessory prayer is every um, first and third Tuesday of the month, and the Zoom link is the same, okay? So um, you can just log into that. You don't have to get a new Zoom link. It's the same each each week. So, so if you haven't
0: signed up for the intercessory repair, make sure you get um, that handout too. And yeah. Or actually sign up, she, I should say. Yes. And that's all. And thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Farmer Barb. Um, speaking of Pakistan, 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 um, with Sharon and I going, please, you know, if you can sign up more than one day, do. We, we'd we rather have um, every day covered. So if you can do more than one day, that'd be great. We ask that you pray and fast for us on whatever day you'd like to, to sign up. Uh, I'm going to be speaking a lot, ministering a lot. I mean, there's seminars. It's not just going to a church and speaking for 45 minutes or whatever and then praying for three hours. <laughs> For the eight thousand people that are there, I love it though. Um, we uh, we will be speaking and ministering in seminars. They want to do some training and equipping to the pastors, and there's three seminars in different cities. So there's a lot, and I think Pastor Missy is expecting me to do all day. Amen. And Sharonda has a hook, and she'll pull me off, and then she'll push Pastor Missy on there to talk for a while so I can rest <laughs> that's the plan anyway he doesn't know it, but that's what we're going to do anyway so we do need prayer do need to be lift up in prayer and also safe travels and things so please get that form and, and fill out all right Michelle come on up Oh, um, Melissa.
2: good morning good morning um, I know you guys came here to receive from the Lord today, and we do have a lot of things to offer. Um, epigenetics is the study of how genes relate to the environment. And why is that important? Um, because if God is going to meet the devil inch for inch, pound for pound in these last days, Well, if the government thinks that they can train super people, then that is what we're doing at our church. Our church does things very differently, and we are raising up young people who are bold, who know who they are in Christ, and walk from glory to glory with God. And um, the, the word says that if you do it unto the least of these, that you do it unto Jesus himself. So many of you are so giving, and I've had... Countless times where people ask me, "How can I help? How can I participate? What do you guys need?" So we put together a list, um, and Michelle has this right here that'll get passed around. So um, if you feel led, just take a look and sign up, and God will bless it. Thank you.
0: Um, Michelle was on. I wanted you. To, we need diapers and, diapers and come, come on.
4: We need diapers and wipes back there just in case. Um, we don't always sorry. I'm off, I'm off camera. Uh, we don't always change the babies, but we need to have backups in there. Um, it would be nice to maybe have a change of clothes just in case because sometimes we have problems or accidents. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Well, some are yeah. being
0: uh, potty trained too, so
4: right. So we we need those things back there for us in the baby's room. Uh, we could actually use some more soft books things like that for the babies that they can play with because the hard books they're going to chew on, but the soft books, they don't tear apart as quite as easily. So those are just a few of the, of the things that we definitely need in there.
0: So all you parents that have little ones, especially you bringing the diapers and wipes and um, pull-ups mm-hmm. and things like that, so they have that, and they will come and get you, parent to go change their, their their diaper. That's the first rule of thumb they're supposed to yes. do. So, Okay. All right, well, I guess that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Is there other announcements? We got it all? All right, well, let's stand. Let's let's pray for our service here, and then we have offering. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come boldly before before your throne of grace and mercy, and we thank you so much that we can come here to praise you and to worship you. And, Lord, we're going to do it in spirit and truth. We don't want to just praise you and worship you to where it feels good, just feels good to our flesh. We want to praise you and worship you to where it feels good to you, that you are receiving our praise and worship to the very throne of God, and that we're just humbling our hearts before you. We thank you. And Lord, I thank you for those that are watching online. And if there's anyone here that is sick amongst us, anyone sick that are watching online, If they have any kind of illness, Lord, we ask that you minister to them right now and that we would get a testimony of your goodness and how you healed them and delivered them and set them free. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for it. Lord, we thank you for the deliverance conference you did yesterday and for the people that came and received and they got blessed and got delivered. Lord, I know that you're doing a mighty work, and you're doing a mighty work here at the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We ask that you continue to use all of us. Lord, bless each one that came. Bless them, Lord, and let them have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today. In Jesus' name. Well, it's time for offering. Yeah, let's give the Lord praise. Remember I talked about that, that, that famine king and also uh, the, the tyrant kings. So let's try this again. Because one of the ways to destroy them in the spirit is to give the Lord a praise offering. And so they, those tyrant kings, they want to steal and kill from your pocketbooks. And we're going to talk more about that next week. That's what they want to do. And it's a, it's a, a power, and it's a principality that's still around today. So let's try this again. Because if you can get excited about giving to the Lord, the house of the Lord, then you're breaking the neck of that, that king, hallelujah. all right? So it's time for praise and offering. Yeah. <laughs> you may be seated for a moment. All
5: right. Well, good morning, everyone. We say hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We are free in this place, amen? And so as free people, we can give freely. Uh, we know where we have been, and we know where we are now, so we are very thankful. I pray that you know y- you you see in your heart that you are filled with freedom and you 're filled with joy and um, you know for me I'm, I find joy in hearing about everything that 's going on in the church how we 're going abroad and we 're preaching the word of god and that 's exactly what the world needs today amen uh, for me i 'm like sometimes I get a little jealous i 'm like man, I wish I could be there I wish I could go to Pakistan but I can, in a way, and it's by giving, right? It's by supporting the church. The church, sometimes I can't be there physically. However, in me giving, you know, that helps the word of God to be uh, broadcasted, like, beyond measure. So, uh, come with a cheerful heart, because God sees your heart, and he, he sees that cheerful giving. Amen? So, right here we have Spirit of Prophecy Church basket
0: take up the offering for the missions here
5: okay okay
0: just bring your offerings for the church here to the purple basket all
5: right Okay, and we also have a, a basket for mission trips, so if you can, please uh, come on up and help, help support that as well. This one's for Pakistan.
6: Let me just give you a little insight real quick as to what you're giving for when it comes to the missions. To be honest, uh, if I can say this, uh, you receive the same blessing in the giving as you do the work, but you don't have to do the work. (laughs) See, so you, (laughs) let's see if I can explain this in a, in a way that makes sense. You, you have a job, you get paid and then you give. And then the next week you do the same thing. You have a job, you get paid and you give. Well, the next time you get a raise at your job and you give, and the next time you get a promotion and then you give. And so as you, begin to increase those things, you get those, exactly, you get those raises and promotions. But it's just simply a blessing. It's because your heart at your core truly is just to give to the Lord, expand the kingdom. So this in particular is an easy way to take those trips without having to take the trips. You don't have to eat the food you don't have to stay in the environment, you don't have to try to learn to speak the language. There's there's a lot of challenges that can come with taking those trips. Truly, uh, the time change, the jet lag, all of it. It's 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 all encompassing. But this right here gives you the same the same points, so to speak, with the Lord. So at the very least, I challenge all of you to do at at least this. This is the beginning. Okay. All right. We're going to this? No, we're going to do both.
0: Don't ever turn me off. That was pretty lame. I didn't hear a praise offering at all. Come on. <laughs> because Sharon and I are going around the world here. To Pakistan. And you're getting the same blessings, and we're doing it for you.
2: And then we'll be going
0: to Honduras, and we'll be doing it for you. Then we'll be going to Cambodia, and we'll be doing it for you. So we need your support by prayers and offerings. Thank you.
1: Lord, what this is, is this is proof that we believe you, that you do what you say you're going to do, that you are faithful. This is proof that we believe you more than we believe our paycheck. Just like I know that what supports Stan and Leslie and our family is not Prophecy Club, not Spirit of Prophecy Church, it's not the giving, it's you. Amen. It all comes from you. And just like they're giving this morning, they're not giving to under us. They're not giving the Spirit of Prophecy Church or Pakistan. They're giving to you. Because you said, you challenged us. You said, prove me now herewith that if you will give, I will give to you. Press down, shaking together and running over. In other words, I'm going to give back to you more. Now, I don't believe he just gives in one way. In other words, if we give a dollar, we don't get a dollar. I believe we get a lot of dollars. And I also believe that we not only get a bunch of dollars now today, but when we're in eternity, we're going to get blessed there too. We're also blessed with the souls. So he blesses us three different ways. So Lord, we give this to you. And Lord, I ask that you bless them back now, in the future, and in eternity too. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Your turn. All right. Right.
5: We speak the blood of Jesus over this giving. Almighty Father, only you can cause this to grow. We could be faithful and plant these seeds. So in Jesus name, cause it to grow in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen.
6: Everybody ready for
7: praise and worship? Woo-hoo. All right, we're doing some oldies but goodies. So we know the words. We don't need to watch the words. We can really get out of our shells and take our praise to a new level. Amen. Amen, So let's spread out, shake up our feet, get your hips moving, hands clapping, get your praise shields, praise banners, and we're going to praise our God. Hallelujah. There we go, that's it. (laughs) Come on, let's put our hands together.
8: Hallelujah! God is good, and all the time, God is good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. People from every nation, people from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. For who you
9: are, we worship you.
8: Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. For who you are, come on, you are good.
7: lord you are
8: so good lord you are good and your mercy endureth forever lord you are good and your mercy endureth forever people from every nation
9: people from every nation and tongue
8: from generation to generation we worship you hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. we worship you for who you are yes you are yes you are so good so good yes you are yes you are yes you are Come on, here we go you are good all the time and all the time you are good you are good all the time and all the time you are
3: good
8: you are
9: good
8: God is good and all the time Lord you are good and your mercy endures forever Lord you are good and your mercy is forever yes he is Lord you are good and your mercy endures forever Lord, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Oh, people from every nation, oh, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. we
9: worship you
8: for who you are.
9: We worship you
8: hallelujah hallelujah we
9: worship you for who you are
8: Yes, we worship let me
9: see your hands come on hallelujah hal For who you, you are. Are. for who you are, for who you are, for who you are, you, you are,
8: are good. God. Hallelujah! Are you guys free? Come on, are you free? Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. I want to shout out your name from the rooftops because we are free in Jesus name come on let's get our hands going where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yes, there is.
9: There is peace.
8: There is love. Come on, there's joy. There is joy. It is full freedom you've set us. It's true,
3: Lord.
8: It is for freedom. You set us free.
9: One, two, three. I'm free. I'm free.
8: Yes, I'm free. Yes, it's true, Lord. I'm free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yes, it's true, Lord. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is peace where there's Jesus' love. There is love where there's love, there's always joy. There is joy. it is for freedom you set us free yes it's true
9: lord
8: it is for freedom it is for freedom you
9: set us free come on one two three i'm free i'm free yes i'm free
8: So we will walk in your freedom, walk in your liberty. Come on, let me see your feet moving. We will walk in your freedom, walk in your liberty. All right, now we're going to dance. We will dance in your freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, is come on! I know we can get a little louder than that. Here we go! Where the spirit of the Lord is, is freedom. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Nice enough. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there There is freedom. freedom. One more time. for freedom you set us free. Yes, yes. it's true, Lord.
3: It is for
8: freedom you set us free. One, two. In the breaking there's hope, in the sorrow there's hope, for the moment my hope, for tomorrow you keep hope alive, you keep hope alive, from the beginning to end, your word never fails, you keep hope King of kings and Lord of
9: lords,
7: we worship you, Father God. You deserve it,
9: Father God.
7: Let us go to that deeper, higher level with our worship with you, Lord. Let it be in unity in spirit and in truth, Father God. Let these words mean something. Thank you for this time we can come in your name with like-minded believers with freedom to worship you lord let our hearts be made clean let our mouths be a sweet sound into your ears open up our eyes and our ears to hear what the spirit of the lord has And right now we accept that and we receive it in the name of jesus Amen. You may be seated.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Hosanna means a savior in the highest. I mean, he's our God in the highest. Um, You know, while other religions put other gods to the highest. When you say Hosanna, you're giving him all the praise, all the honor, honor and glory to the highest, highest, highest that you can imagine to our God so it's so important to just worship him like that and say hosanna in the highest we sing another song about hope you know hope is still around Amen. <laughs> hope hasn't left even though our world looks like it's falling apart you know we can rejoice we can have joy the joy of the lord is our strength and even in times of trouble, but when people say, How can you have a smile on your face? I even had Dimitri ask me, Why do you always smile? I'm like, Because I have the joy of the Lord. <laughs> don't you? You <True. laughs> I say that to him. He's like, and Then he smiled and he kind of giggled a little bit. You know, he's from Romania and he was like, um, You know, I don't, I don't know if anybody in Romania they're just ever hard smiles. People. Yeah, there just are people. <laughs> but here, we have freedom and liberty and we do in this place and we need to to have a smile on our face. There you, go. you know, oh, yeah. we need to have a smile on our face. You know, we're about to go to Pakistan and we're gonna see a lot of frowns. But by the time we leave there, we're gonna see a lot of smiles. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah, that's a good time to praise the Lord. We are Amen. proclaiming that. Amen. And we'll have smiles because they're gonna rub our feet. <laughs> You think I'm kidding. They, they love. The, they just want to be touched, so they, they'll touch us. Let's, I'll have that massage then. don't rub my feet. Um, huh? <laughs> you know, um, speaking of hope, I'm going to once I get back from Pakistan, actually I have a teaching I'm already preparing, and I've already come up with 112 scriptures on hope. So we're going to have a hope-filled day. Amen. Would y'all like that? Yeah. And I'll probably, I will, uh, not probably, I will, because Sharonda will remind me. <laughs> Make note, girl. Uh, I'll have all the scriptures on a piece of paper so you can always have that in your, in your Bible. Okay. So I, I, I know there's a lot more than 112, but I've got 112 right now, and I don't know if I'll get any more because that's a lot. But um, anyway, we'll do that. But right now, we have our Apostle, he's back with us today, yeah, yes, so let's pray for him. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Stan, Lord, I thank you that he's an Apostle, he's a pastor, he's a, you know, a prophet, he's very prophetic, and Lord, you've put so many things in his hands and I thank you for that. We ask that you bless him for bringing a message today, but also Lord, I pray that we receive the blessing too. Lord, anoint him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Then let him um, be able to speak the message you want him to speak today. And, Lord, let us walk out differently. Let us us remember your messages um, and not forget them. And so, Lord, we just take authority over that deaf deaf and dumb spirit that would try to come in to clog up our ears. We want to hear what you have to say today, and I thank you for it. And, Lord, I thank you again also for that deliverance conference yesterday. And, Lord, I thank you for just showing Lou and Sunny how amazing it was to have that deliverance conference because they had a deliver, delivery of three goats. And to me, that was just a, <laughs> that was just a, like a saying, a job well done. Just me that just, I know it was just, they were delivered, and it was a confirmation. So I know some people think that's silly, but I didn't. I thought that was very fitting. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And bless them for doing the work that they do too. Lord, bless them today. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. We know it, right? Right, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy, shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I forget what her name is. I remember the last name was Lamb. Was it Nora Lamb? Told a story about how they made her write up about all of her Christian testimony and told her that she was to renounce that and she wouldn't so finally they took her into the courtyard they lined up people with rifles in front of her ready aim now at that moment and by the way we have a high probability being the last generation that we're going to be in that that position one day At that moment, what do you do? She started quoting that scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. And that's not the time to say, uh, okay, let me check myself up. That's the time to know it. We've been talking about it. Have you done it? He that dwelleth in the secret place shall abide the shall
0: abide the of the Almighty shall abide the shadow
1: Let's start it again. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. What I'm trying to say is, God is bringing us some good news this morning. But he also knows that some of us in here are going to be severely tested for a testimony against them and for a testimony to us. Wisdom and might are his. He changed the times and seasons. He removeth kings, and setteth up kings. And I might add, He removeth nations, and He setteth up nations. He giveth wisdom to the wise, and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. And in that time of trouble, He's saying, Spirit of Prophecy Church, I will be with you. Worthy is the Lamb to take the book—that's the seven-sealed book of judgment, Revelation six one—to take the book and to open the seals thereof, because He was slain, and has redeemed us to God by Thy blood, out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Now listen to this part, and has made us kings and priests. Very good, kings and priests, and we Shall. shall. rule or reign upon the earth. What does that mean? It means that those people that did not know Jesus, all the way back to Moses, it doesn't say they're going to rule and reign on the earth. Who gets to rule and reign? There will be those that are washed in the blood. What are these, arrayed in white robes? Whence came they? Sir, thou knowest. These are they which came out of great tribulation and washed the robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. And they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and lead them into living fountains of water. And God shall wipe all tears from their eyes. Come on. Come on, that's good news. That's us. That's us. He is saying, Spirit of Prophecy Church and others, those people that are washed in the blood, they should, well, like, this doesn't fit us totally, but it does through the blood of Jesus. And in the mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Because Jesus washes all of the sins away. He's saying, Spirit of Prophecy, Church, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We all know, we've been talking about it for years. We were talking about it when other preachers were preaching the good news. We were preaching this hard stuff and you endured it. But now, when the trouble's about to hit, some say it's already hit. And of course, I think there's some people in Ohio would say it's already hit. There's some people, Chris was telling me, he talks to a lot of people, more so than ever, that are hurting financially, hurting really, really bad financially. A lot of people out there. How many of you in here are hurting more today than you were a year ago? When they raise interest rates, all of a sudden, that changes a lot of things to a lot of people. So he wanted me to bring a message this morning, and that is, he will never leave you nor forsake you. In the trouble, there's a right way and wrong way to react. He's not going to leave us. He is not going to forsake us. Amen. Everything is going to be okay. Yep. So, that's the message. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now, here's what he laid in my heart to do. And I started, he was very specific yesterday as I was going through this verse. Yes, I felt the anointing. Th- and then I got to this verse and a yawn. Okay. Skip that verse. Next one, yawn. Anointing, anointing, anointing. So, I mean, he was very specific. He said, I want you to tell him. These verses, though I spoke them 2,000 years ago, are now repeating in their ears today. I'm saying these verses that I'm bringing to you today are for the Spirit of Prophecy Church today as a word of encouragement. Can you take some encouragement? Anybody need encouragement? let your conversation be without covetous and content with things such as you have for he says I will never leave thee nor forsake thee remember I told you August the 8th of 2015 Saturday night Lord what do you want me to say for the sermon tomorrow morning I promise I heard audible words that said says, he, he said <laughs> I can think. he said this is the time of miracles you tell them As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, when he comes out with a lying signs and wonders, God can show up with a real thing. When he comes out with a false Ten Commandments, God is going to come out with the real thing. When he comes out with a false Ark of the Covenant, God's going to show the real thing. Amen. He's going to show them every step by step. So they may, bold, may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear. You know, how many times over the last few weeks have we heard that? Well, not fear what man shall do to me. He's saying, I am with you. Don't fear. Amen. I know. I know I've been there and I've forgotten too, but we can't fear. We can't fear when that trouble hits. More of it hits. Can't fear. Why? Because fear is yes, you've heard it said, false evidence appearing real. But what it really is is saying, I don't exactly believe you. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I don't exactly believe your word. I don't exactly believe you said you'll never leave it. No, that's unbelief. So, when we see something happen, I don't care if it's a tsunami, I don't care if it's a meteor, I don't care if it's suitcase nukes, I don't care if it's the death of the dollar. You said, Lord, you will never leave. Remember what Shauna Mertel said? Yes, yes. We saw, that's the reason I wanted to have her in. We saw a real life God is with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not any better than anyone else in here. What he's done for one He'll do for another. He is no respecter of persons. Come on. Amen. We need to hear this. He's no respecter of persons. Neither does he alter that thing which should come out of his mouth. So he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, Spirit of Prophecy Church. That means we're to fear not. He's not going to leave us. Anybody need to hear this? Oh, yeah. Remember then, which have rule. Oh, well, we don't read that. Skip on. <laughs> A Turkish channel met a five-year-old boy who just got out of the rubble after 112 hours. They asked him, didn't you starve all of those hours? He said, literally, every once in a while, a person dressed in white would come and feed me and give me water, then go. (laughs) Now, in that this was Turkey, my guess is he wasn't a Christian, probably a Muslim. Yet... I believe God sent an angel to feed that little boy and water that little boy. If he'll do it to a Muslim, how much more a Christian? So, can we look forward to some of the difficulty? Depends on how we're going to look at it. Oh, no, the world is falling apart. Or we can say, oh, boy, now people are going to finally start listening. This is the message for the Spirit of Prophecy Church today. This is what he told me. These scriptures are now repeating in your ears today. As we went out of the temple, one of the disciples said to them, Master, see what manner of stones these buildings here are. Aren't we doing that today? Make America great again. America is the greatest nation in human, in human history, right? We're doing the same thing. the disciples. Look, look, look what we built. And Jesus answered and said to them, See all these great buildings. There's not going to be one lone stone left upon another that should not be thrown down. Same thing in America. Every high place will fall. Every low place will be smoothed out. Yeah. He sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter, James, Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, tell us, what are we hearing right now? We want to hear from the prophets. Tell us what is coming. Tell us, what are you hearing from the prophets? And so consequently on the internet, all these people said, Thus saith the Lord, I heard from God last night. And they send me all of this. (laughs) And I I go to it, it's like... Like fingers on a... Nails on a chalkboard. That saith the Lord. That's not the Lord. That's the devil. For a while, I didn't even... I just deleted it. But I would keep getting... The same ones, the same ones over. So finally, finally, I've started just saying, look, I don't want to say anything bad about them, but I just, the next level I started saying is, the ones I believe are really hearing from God, I put on the program. (laughs) And I've seen that a lot like that, okay? So, but sooner or later, that's getting old. So finally, I had to start telling the truth. I didn't want to hurt the person, I don't want to criticize them, I want to correct them, okay? I'm not a prophet. That's the prophet sitting in the front row. That's her job. Prophets correct prophets, okay? So I just said, I can't stand to watch her. I can't stand to listen to her. And I thought, that's, that's as nice as I can say it. But there's a lot of people that are coming up with words of the Lord. Same thing. Tell us, tell us when these things are going to be. Where should be the sign when these things... That's what we're hearing right now, right? True or no? True or no? Okay. Jesus answered... Take heed lest no man deceive you. That's the first thing he said. Don't be deceived because there's going to be a lot. Remember the three, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the false prophet, out of the mouth of the beast. These are the spirits of devils working miracles going forth into the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the great battle of that day of God Almighty, which is Armageddon. So what are the, the devil uses deceptions beware, don't be deceived. That's one of the things, I, I listen to Leslie, not just because she's my wife and she's smart. And By the way, I've here's I've been saying this a lot lately. In my home, I am the boss of my home. Until my wife has something else that we should do. <laughs> now, I say that not because I'm henpecked, I say that because I respect her. I respect her as a person. I respect her as an office of the prophet. I respect her. So I listen to her. And I've found that if I don't, it just comes back to bite me. Take heed, lest any man deceive you. Watch for the deceptions out there. Watch, watch, watch for the deceptions. For many shall come in my name. Have we seen that? Leslie and I just last week, driving down the road, we saw a man that said, I am am Jesus. Oh. And then the next line was Christianity no more, right? No, no Christianity. No, no Christianity. There we go. Here's what I found. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need an Apple watch telling me something she's found. So she can sit over there while I hear from the Lord. I am Jesus. Second line, no Christianity. I get so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Move on. She makes me honk her. Many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. When you hear wars and rumors of wars, yep. Ukraine, Russia, mm-hmm. when you hear wars, don't be troubled. He's saying, Spirit of Prophecy Church, right now, today. This is beholden in your ears. This is, unful- this is unfolding yeah. in our ears. He's saying the same thing today. <clears throat> nation rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, Vicky Goforth Parnell has said that now the Lord told her that there will be wars in many other places, not just one place. That fits too. Take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, in synagogues, or wherever that is. You'll be beaten, you'll be brought four rulers, and... Wait, wait a minute, Stan, I thought you were going to bring me a positive message this morning. He's telling me that we should get prepared for that. And That means prepare our hearts... Yeah. Amen. And also prepare our scriptures. Yes, amen. The Lord yes, he's my shepherd. is my shepherd. Yes, See, in other words, are we prepared for that? He's saying get prepared for it. Because it could be a testimony against them. Yeah, but it'll be a testimony for us. Amen. Can you imagine when you get to heaven, how many rewards you will get? if you went through some kind of difficulty. Remember, the Bible says that, pray that <laughs> persecution says, as, as to be great, greatly blessed. I can't quote it right now. You know what I'm talking about, right? The gospel must first be pr- published among all nations. Now, what does that mean? Okay, so I went ahead and looked it up. Now, sorry I know the scriptures are small. I could have put them across two or three pages, but I've got to make some points and I wanted to show you it's all in the same scriptures. So it starts at 6 and it ends at 15. All Revelation 14. So let me back up. The point I'm making is, so when is the gospel published among all nations? Here's when it's talking about it. I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel. Now, I've got my chart up here. I want to show you where that happens. This happens right about first fruits. And then the everlasting gospel is preached just before we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb on Pentecost. This is when we're giving a wedding garment, and then Jesus comes forth and serves us for about four months. After four months, we get a white horse. We get to ride behind Jesus with the other armies in heaven. And we get to see him go down and vanquish his enemies. So it's right there, everlasting gospel. First fruits is here. Now, let's go back. Back, back, back. Here we go. Everlasting gospel preach them to dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindreds, people, and tongue. Same with loud voice. Fear God and give glory to them, for the of judgment has come. worship them him made heaven and the earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. For a fallen other angel came, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, the great city. Meaning, right after the gospel is preached, saying, I'm telling you, the world is about to fall apart. This is your last opportunity if you want to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. This is your last opportunity because honor about right in here, Babylon falls. As in, that's when I believe the Russians will attack. I spent a lot of time teaching through that, so I'm going to move on back. That's when the angel says, if any man worship the beast in his image, it's a big warning. <laughs> you better get right because America's about to fall. Then he says, The smoke of anybody that, that takes, well, I'm back. i read the whole thing. Receive his mark and his forehead in his hand. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. So if anyone takes the mark, the wrath of God is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. No, we're not talking Bible prophecy this morning. I'm still trying to get to the encouraging point. <laughs> um, fire and brimstone, the holy angels, the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment, it up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night. Who worship the beast's image, and whosoever sees the mark of his name. Meaning, anybody that takes that mark of the beast, they are tossed into the lake that burns the fire and brimstone with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later Lucifer joins them, and they have no escape, and torment is total, total torture without an escape for all eternity. So whatever happens, whatever happens, we're never going to take that mark. We're never going to take that mark. Now, when he says this, here's the patience, the word patience means don't quit Jesus, okay? Here's the patience of the saints. Why? Because there's a lot of people right now quitting Jesus. You know why? Because it's just too tough. They've forgotten that he said he'd never leave us. See, that's the point. They've forgotten. Don't forget. He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. So when we're in front of the firing squad or whatever it is we might be in front of, we're not going to fear. We can't fear. We've got to keep our faith. We've got to keep our his faith in our heart not to take the mark, not to fall, not to deny Him. Amen. No matter what. Amen. Here's the patience and say. Here are they that keep the commandments of God. The faith of Jesus. I heard a voice from heaven to say, Be right. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord henceforth. What, what, what? What's happening? Here's what's happening. Okay, so Jesus returns the next time on first fruits, Resurrects 144,000. They walk around with Jesus for 50 days. During this time, the everlasting gospel is preached with the angel flying through the heavens. And then Babylon is fallen, happens right actually here. This probably ought to be moved over here. I thought I did that once. Over to here. Then we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. No, it's not a rapture because at this point, most Christians are already dead anyway. Ones that aren't dead have already been tested severely. The mark of the beast has been out now for probably in the ballpark of three and a half years. But we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb and then we return four months later with Jesus and we're behind him watching him destroy the enemies. There's two Babylon falling here and here. But once America falls, then there is a mark warning. That's what this is here. If any man worship the beast, patience of the saints, don't quit. Blessed are the dead happens here. Blessed are the dead which die, and the Lord henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from the labors and the works who follow them. In other words, some of the Christians didn't keep their lamps lit. Some of them didn't have oil in their lamps, and they weren't, come on, ready. They weren't ready. Now, they're still Christians, but he has three, he says, their works follow them. Now, let's back up. This is positive, Stan? Yes, this is positive. Then, uh, okay, their works do follow them. Then, uh, then then is the great judgment. I looked in a white cloud. Upon the cloud, one sat like the Son of Man. Lie, it's not Jesus. Having on his head a golden crown, his hand a sharp sickle. Another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud. Trust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So I'm putting this back here. Now, at this point, we are here. Now, the point I'm trying to make is, we don't have too long until we arrive at these kind of things. When they arrive, he's saying, don't be deceived. He's, don't get fear. No, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to be there with you. He didn't say we would not see any trouble. He said, I will be with you and he will turn it for a testimony against our enemies and for us. And it's just more blessings for us. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. All right. Now, here, let's go back, back, back. Here we go. Now, back here. <clears throat> so the gospel must be preached among all nations. And when they shall lead you and deliver you up and again, okay, all kinds of tough stuff happens here. Then now the brother shall betray another brother. Father, son, father will betray son. Children rise up against their parents. Do we see some children right now? They're not Christians. Yeah, no. They went off to godless college and they left Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. They'll rise up and they'll come against their parents. Yeah. Bosses, right now we see yeah. that right now. Yeah. You should be hated of all men for my name's sake. That's not just talking about Jews. Matter of fact, the devil right now, in my opinion, is more after Christians yeah. than he is Jews. But you shall, but ye, he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Now, I used to think in error that, oh, well, if I just make it to the end, even if I haven't received Jesus, then I'm saved. Wrong. That's not what it's saying. If you make it to the end, you are not burned in the fire, but you do not get your name in the book of life automatically. Here, I'll show you. <clears throat> so, my point here is, living to the end is not Get your name in the book, uh, the book of life. You do not get eternal life. Here's proof. But the fearful, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, liars, idolaters all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Here's what it's saying. Let's go back over to the chart. These, This group here is a group of nations. These are the people that did not receive Jesus, but they did not take the mark either. They are the... We've got it written here. They're the corners not harvested. They're allowed to live up to a thousand years, but they're told, you sin one time, one of these morning star judges is going to show up. The speed of thought hit you with the morning star. You fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones, destroying both body and soul in an instant. You get instant judgment. So if they endure to the end, they're not burned in the fire they're allowed to live a thousand years longer or until they sin for the very first time. So, when it's saying that, <clears throat> it's not saying they get their name in the book of life. Now, let's go to the next point. Luke 21, 36. And someone read this verse here during my, my uh, debate about the rapture. They read it and said, Yeah, but it says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye might be accounted kind of worthy to escape these things and stand before the Son of Man. That means we get to avoid the the the, the tribulation. I said, no. <laughs> you misunderstand the verse. To understand that verse you have to see that word stand. Then I quoted this, Revelation 6:16. And said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth upon the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. For the great day of his wrath means the burning has come and who should be able to stand? It means if the when the burning comes, if you are not burned up, then you are still left standing. So when it says, uh, "Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things," it means to escape the burning. You're left standing, and their mouths have dropped open like, "Oh." Anyway, now back to the good things. But in those days, after the tribulation, it didn't say before the tribulation, after the tribulation. The sun will be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, stars of heaven for shall fall, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Right now, CERN and other portals are starting to destroy our world. Uh, one of the reports, one of the prophecies said that you'll begin to see signs in the sun and the moon and the stars upon the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring, immense hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things coming upon the world. I was sent a, a video. This person, it was a woman, picked up her cell phone and started said, "Look at this," and it just, it was like there was a cut in the sky. Over here, it looked like it was uh, like morning time, and over here, it looked like it was the sun setting. Right? It was almost like, okay, they photoshopped that. But you could see, no, this wasn't a Photoshop. What the prophecy said, that you would begin to see things out of order, out of time, that you would see, well, like that. It would appear like it's uh, Sunday. It would appear to be light when it should be in the darkness. I've had several people send me videos like that. (coughs) And actually, uh, a lot of them are up on the the, uh, YouTube. If you want to go up there and start looking around. There's a lot of people that are having those little cameras in the car. What do they call them? Yeah, dash cams. Okay, dash cams on the car. And there's been at least three of them that are driving down the road, and all of a sudden the the night sky just lights. Yeah, you've seen it? Okay. It just lights up. Stays there for several seconds, and then just kind of goes, What did that? So, the stars of heaven shall fall, the powers of heaven are shaken, then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with power and great glory. That's when he sends his angels out to gather his elect from the four winds of heaven, one end of heaven to the other. Take heed, watch ye therefore and pray, for ye know not when the time is, for the Son of Man is as a man taking a journey. This is an important point. The Son is a man, let me read that again. Take heed. Watch and pray that you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey. A 2,000 year long journey. And left his house and gave authority to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Right? He gave us authority. And if we understand who we are in Christ, and that he gave us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Amen. If we understand those demons are afraid of us yes, amen. because of him. Yes. Amen. When we understand that yeah. and we can command them, we can yes. kick them out. Yes. Then what are we afraid of? So if we catch ourselves in a world of persecution, instead of biting our nails and saying, oh no, look what has happened to me. We, we have to say this. We have to say, Lord, in your world there are no accidents. You're in control of everything. I'm here because you allowed it. That means you're going to be with me. That means that you're going to give me a great victory and I've got a great blessing coming from being victorious in this situation, right or wrong. Give authority to his servants, to every man, his work. Are you working? Are you working for the Lord? Yeah. Now, I maybe be getting a paycheck someplace else, but are you working for the Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Every man is working, commanded the porter to watch. That means we ought to be all watching that spirit of prophecy. Church, and probably, no, not prophecy. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means we're watching. It means we're watching. Blessed are those people that keep the words of this prophecy, talking about Revelation. We're to watch. I think we're watching for his return. Like we're watching the prophecies about his return. Watch ye therefore, for ye know no, not when the master of the house come at that even, or at midnight, or the cock crowing, or in the morning. Lest come, suddenly he finds you sleeping, and what I say to you, I say to you all, watch. We're supposed to be watching. We're supposed to be watchmen. And even though we try to start up conversations with our friends, and the window shade pulls down. How many of you been there? You got the window shade? Well, one of these days they're going to come to you and say, okay, you have my attention. What was it you were saying, Mel? You shall hear wars and commotions, but be not terrified, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then he said to them, Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Great earthquakes, which is saw one in Turkey. And by the way, if you're not following it, there's been a lot of earthquakes lately. Earthquakes in divers' places, that doesn't mean someone that div- dives in the water. That means various places all over the world. And famines and pestilence and fearful signs and great signs there shall be from heaven. That's your portals taking place. They are tearing up the world right now. And before all these, they shall lay hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to synagogues and prisons before be brought before kings and rulers. He'll turn for you as a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what you shall answer, He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us we saw with shauna martel's talk which is why i wanted her to come in we saw the lord speak to her guide her matter of fact there was another testimony remember when? okay she i got a yes she knows what i'm about to say so she called leslie she says i got home and I didn't have enough money to pay the bills and the donation she got from here. Her here, she's not complaining about the donation she got, but it wasn't cover a bill. It wasn't enough to cover a bill. And she says, so I was looking through my sock drawer. We'll call it a sock drawer. And all of a sudden, bills started coming out, and it was eight hundred and fifty dollars. Next day, there was another, 50 in another what 50 in how much was the amount 50. another okay so she said that she prayed over the offering that basically this would be enough the other day she found another $50 in her, in, her, in her drawer which again in other words what I'm trying to say is the Lord took care of her and he's going to take care of us too Amen. he's going to so we don't fear we know that we're only there because God has allowed that to happen for I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay. In other words, they're not going to be able to answer or resist. And you shall be betrayed by parents, brethren, kinfolk, friends, and some of you will be put to death. You'll be hated for my name's sake, but there shall not a hair of your head perish in your patience, possession your soul. Some may give their life for him, but we won't be put in that position unless we can handle it. I remember, I told you about this probably maybe nine months ago, maybe a year ago, my prayer closet. I was saying, I said, Lord, I said, you know, it just doesn't seem fair. You know, Dimitri had these angels visit and you spoke so many things to him. And, you know, here I live in America where we don't have persecution and I don't get to go through any of that so I can have a close relationship with you. Man, he spoke to me and he said, you couldn't handle it. And, yeah, that's kind of, she says, excuse me? That's kind of my reaction. And then I got to thinking about the time somebody hit my hand with a a racket on the racquetball court. And I I had to lay down immediately. I I almost passed out. I got to thinking, he reminded me of another time when I was in the ninth grade. Miss Newman's class. I can still remember it. We had these windows, metal windows, and this was only open about this much. So I went over like this. and I was going to lift it up higher, so I lifted it up a little ways, and then I took my hands out, I was gonna put it like this, but when I did, that window came down and bam! I I can still show you the scars. These four fingers got nailed in that window. And so, it's like I couldn't move either of my hands. And this girl in the, the chair next to me was talking, and I said, excuse me excuse me. I finally got her attention. I said, would you mind lifting this window off of my fingers? She went, ah! That got the attention of the whole room. She lifted it up. So then I casually walked up to Miss Newman. and I said, can I go to the office? Oh, my goodness, yes, yes, quick, go. So they said it was so funny. You just walked into the office and you sat down. You didn't say anything to anybody and you just roll forward, and you just rolled out, and you were totally passed out. Because I, I knew when I walked in the office, I, something was about to happen, but I, I couldn't walk up. But I, see, anyway, I just passed out. I woke up, and there's bandages on my fingers. I, what I'm trying to say is, I see God in control of everything. And if we are in some kind of a test, we gotta remember, fear not, we're there because he's going he's never gonna leave us or forsake us. We're there for a testimony for them or against them and a testimony for us, or we wouldn't be there. He's not I don't care if it's a financial difficulty, a food, a water difficulty. I mean Prophet Leslie was told, we should do everything we can to prepare, but we can't prepare for every eventuality. But he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. For God so loved the world. Now, this is the part where I want to say, I know there's some people watching online, and maybe you're watching live, and maybe you're watching a recording, and maybe you're watching this two or three years from now. Here's my big question. Have you asked Jesus to forgive you your sin? I remember I was watching Donald John Trump when he was a candidate running for his first presidency talking to a group of pastors, and he walked away from the microphone, and apparently one of them asked, have you ever ever asked Jesus to forgive your sins? Now, we couldn't hear what was asked, but we could hear what he said. He said, I didn't know I had to. We all have to. We have to ask for our sins to be forgiven. And Buddha is still in the grave. That means he can't forgive us our sins. Allah, uh, Muhammad, they're still in the grave. All of the other false gods, they're still, they can't get you out of the grave. I've been to Jesus' tomb. I've actually been in the tomb several times, me and Lesa. I've got pictures of it, video of it. He's not there. If he's there, I'd be, I'd, I'd be able to tell you he's there. He's not there. They can't come out of the grave themselves. They can't get you out of it. You've got to ask for the one that can come out of the grave. He's the one that can forgive you. He's the one that can save you. Ask Jesus to forgive you. It doesn't have to be any long prayer. We were walking to the racquetball court just here two weeks ago. And I turned to Victor, my Russian buddy, And I said, now you have asked Jesus into your heart. (laughs) Yeah! Lord, you heard that. At the end of every one of these phone calls, they train these people. Is there anything else I can help you with? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. Do you have Jesus in your heart? I've led a few of them to the Lord like that. So I'm asking you, if you ask Jesus Jesus to forgive your sins, if you haven't, this is how you do it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, you don't have to die. You don't have to die. Oh yeah, this old crummy body that stinks and falls apart, we want to get out of this one, but you're going to get a new one, a body of light. Never hunger again, never thirst again, never cry again, never have pain again. We have to realize we've all sinned. The Bible says before we were born. We were born into sin. So we're all sinners. How do we get out of that sin? Well, we have to understand we can't buy it. We can't earn it. We can't go to church. We can't read our Bible enough. There's nothing we can do to get our sins washed away except ask, jesus to forgive us he says it this way for by grace you are saved what's grace it means it's a gift for by grace you are saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is a gift of god not of works lest any man should boast and then confess with our mouth it's not enough to say yeah well i thought about jesus i remember i heard someplace that whitney houston The night before she died, I understand she, if I remember right, drowned in a bathtub. Am I correct? Okay. I heard that she sang the song. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Meaning, if she had fallen away before then, or if she hadn't accepted Jesus before then, she just did. As a matter of fact, I just told uh, Melissa that runs the children's church, make sure you are having the children sing that song. Because I just told her, I said, I can remember... I remember I wasn't even in school yet. I'm going to say I was like three or four years old. I could take you to the very place on the carpet, the very church that I was in. At three or four years, I remember singing that song, and I think that's when I accepted Jesus. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. I learned those two songs at the age of three or four. Might have been five. I don't know. The ladies will probably tell you when I probably, but I believe God put that in my heart, and that's really when I probably got saved. So I just went and asked, I said, you are having the children, see. oh yes, 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 sing that song, Confess with your mouth of the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with a heart of man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's saying, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe you are God. I ask you to come into my heart. Come into my life. The Bible says, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sup with him, and he with me. He's The Bible says that no man can call Jesus Lord except the Holy Spirit draws them. If you feel that knock coming on your heart right now, you best be asking Jesus. Oh, you don't have to be a big prayer. I'm going to pray a little short prayer in a second. But it can be just Jesus, forgive my sins. It can be as simple as Jesus. I remember when the, the racquetball buddy was on the floor and he'd been out. Somebody said it was seven or eight minutes. It seemed to me like a 10 or 15 minutes. He'd already wore out two people pumping on his chest. And I just laid my hands on him real quietly. No one even heard me. It just under my breath. And I said, Lord, bring him back in Jesus. And I, the next word was going to be name. But I get the word name. Because the word name has no power. The name that has power is in the name of Jesus. I said, Lord, bring him back in Jesus About that time, he takes a big breath, opens his eyes, he's blinking. I feel him, I said, he's got pulse, he's got pulse, he's alive, he's alive. Because Jesus, the name of Jesus, that's the name above all names. That's the name that has the power. There is no other name under heaven whereby men may be saved except the name of Jesus. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but my, by me. He says, I am the door. You want to live forever? You want to live eternally? You want to live in a, a world where you hunger no more, thirst no more? Now the sun, shall the sun light on the norian heat? For the Lamb which is in the throne shall dwell, shall feed them, lead them in the living fountains water. God shall wipe oil, tears, and you want to live like that. Here's the door. There is no other way. You can't be good enough. You can't sacrifice lamb, lambs. You can't pray you can't give your way there. This is the door, Jesus. And it may be, I'm not going to take a chance, but it may be just as simple as saying the name Jesus. But I'm going to pray. We're going to pray together. <clears throat> you want to go to heaven? You want to live eternally? You want to come out of the grave, not be tossed in the lake that burns the fire and brimstone with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later, Lucifer pray this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, say it with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit I'm a sinner. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the Living God, died on the cross, arose three days later. I receive His blood to wash my sins away, to keep me holy, to save me the day of trouble. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer for the very first time, you should tell us about it. And you do that by sending an email to that address. If I say it, then I get garbage from there around the world trying to sell me stuff. So, send us an email there. Now, let me also encourage you. Join us. Join the Spirit Apostle Church. Don't be a wandering generality. Don't be a lost sheep on the side of the mountain wandering around instead join us become part of us you do that we'll go on spirit of prophecy church or prophecy club and you click right there where it says beginning become a ministry member down on the left lower area second if you're watching on one of the platforms click like share and subscribe because that way it'll send it out so more people can find it lord we ask that you will continue to be with us that you would continue to take away the fear, and help us to be prepared and know that you are bigger than the end times, that you're bigger than anything that the devil is going to throw at us, and that we're going to ultimately get victory to hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the glory of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.